The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant, and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. Whoever has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's gospel, particularly how it ends, seems very harsh, don't you think? The poor guy, he'd take the safe way out and just bury the treasure so nothing will be lost. But what is that treasure? What is that talent? What Jesus is bringing to surface in this parable is not something that is some kind of precious metal like gold or silver that could be traded in commodity and increased. 
What Jesus is bringing forth in this parable is that we've all been entrusted with our own spiritual talents, gifts, each according to who we are. And it's for us to to recognize that with gifts that come from God come a responsibility. Gift and responsibility. Where are we gifted by God? Patrick Lessoni wrote a book called The Five Dysfunctions of the Team, and his, I would say his gift is, in part, um, generally speaking, is to, to go into a company, some kind of organization, and, and to do an assessment of the, how good they are as working as a team. And after writing the book, he, he came up with what he calls the six working geniuses. These are just areas that, in a team, we need all six. But for us to recognize, which ones do I have? Where have I been gifted? And am I taking responsibility for those gifts? He, he lines up the six with a word that spells them all out. It's, it's widget. And I just want to, to read to you these six areas, whether it be wonder, invention, discernment, galvanizing, enablement, and tenacity. And so we're, we're starting on the level of, of nature. St. Thomas Aquinas says, grace builds on nature. Where have I been naturally gifted? And what, he's, what he proposes, Patrick does, is that there's two areas that we are just naturally gifted. Like we can do this all day. It is a joy for us to do. And there's two areas that we're competent in. But then there's two areas he calls the areas of our working frustration that we'd rather not do. Let someone else do it. And how important it is for us to recognize where have we been naturally gifted? Here they are. Because I think that they're really important and I think that they can be uh, life-changing for us. The gift of wonder, the natural gift of pondering the possibility of greater potential and opportunity in any given situation. The gift of invention, the natural gift of creating original and novel ideas and solutions. That's you, you love whiteboards. The gift, the genius of discernment, the natural gift of intuitively and instinctively evaluating ideas and situations. Yeah, I think this can work. Oh no, this is not gonna work. The genius of galvanizing, the natural gift of rallying, inspiring, and organizing others to take action. The genius of enablement, the natural gift of providing encouragement and assistance for an idea or a project. You're the person who says, what is it that you need? I believe in what you're doing. What can I do to help? That's enablement. And then tenacity, the natural gift of pushing projects or tasks to completion to achieve results. Why is this important? Where we've been gifted by God, there is a responsibility to use it. And I think that when you just start to discover on the level of nature anyways, where have I been naturally gifted? It helps us in two areas. One, it can protect us from judging other people who don't have our gifts. And it helps us to see that we need each other, the body of Christ. God's gifted us in unique ways, but we don't have all six. We need one another. And I think it also can help us 
to protect ourselves from falling into a, a, such a severe criticism of oneself because I don't have certain gifts. And that criticism can lead, lead, lead us to hide. We see that in the gospel. The man who was given one talent, out of fear, he ran and he hid that, that talent. You know, today we, we celebrate the feast of St. Augustine. A man who is naturally gifted with a great intellect. But you know, he, after his conversion, he had this, this wanting just to pray. And maybe in a sense just to hide. But the church came to him and says, no, you've been gifted. And we need your gifts. And we have today, the, we honor him with the title as a doctor of the church. Pray for the grace to come before God in, in humility. Humility is being able to recognize one's truth. Lord, where have you gifted me? Where are the spiritual gifts that you have given me? That we be on guard and to be able to discern the voice of the accuser. The voice of the accuser is one who would try to discourage us in fulfilling the desires God places in our hearts to utilize those gifts. The voice of the accuser is one who says, who do you think you are? The voice of the accuser sometimes will make us feel maybe proudful in some way. So he can catch us one way or another, but to recognize it's all a gift from God. And that we take our weaknesses, our areas of frustration, spiritually and naturally, and we let it be for us a grace of humility. And like St. Paul, we can say there, by the grace of God go I. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. May our reception of the great gift of Jesus himself in the Eucharist this morning, he pours out into you and to me his gifts, his spirit. And with that comes a great responsibility. May we humbly receive the gift of him and let his light, his love, his talents shine in and through us. St. Irenaeus said the said the glory of God is man fully alive. And may the gift of his presence in the Eucharist help us be more fully alive. Amen.